Welcome back. Oh, Jesus. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Black Women Link Up, the number one podcast in Ohio, where we bring the real back to black sisterhood. Now, today's topic is going to be the breakup. But before every podcast conversation, we'd like to go into some questions for you guys to get to know us better. So I'm going to hand out these cards. The game is called We're Not Really Strangers. So everyone pick a card. Any card. And then, Breeze, we'll start with your question. Okay. What do you think my defining characteristic is? you, darling. Thank you. Your defining characteristic? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think you're a go-getter. I think you're willing to try anything. You're just like, you know what? I'm going to just do it. In what aspect? Well... You just take, you just grab the bull by the horns, like with the nail tech stuff, with the influencer stuff, with this podcast stuff, with the whole planning our itinerary. You just like very much. I'm just doing it. No questions, no judgment, just going to do it. I agree on being a go getter, being super organized, um, <clears throat> and definitely level headed. You're the type of person that's like, what's the saying? Like fall eight times, stand up nine, mm-hmm. fall nine times, stand up ten. That's Bruce for sure. For sure. You're welcome, darling. <laughs> what do you think my superpower is? So the the like fake one, like flying and you know shooting laser through my eyes, and then like my real superpower, like <laughs> knowing how to read or whatever. Here you go. Mm. So fake one first, then the real one. Mm. Reading people's minds, probably. So. Okay. What do y'all think? Mm. My fake superpower. I think you think sometimes when you're in like an awkward situation, you can make yourself invisible. I was, I was like, say invisibility. I see you. <laughs> yes, yeah. Lauren, you just did that. It's actually having an endless supply of money. Not my real one. <laughs> Your real one? Mm-hmm. Real superpower. Um, making someone happy when they're down. Oh, Making someone laugh. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Such a joy. I can I can definitely um agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> Literally could be the maddest, the most saddest. And if I call Lauren, not mad or sad anymore. <laughs> Get y'all of me. Go ahead, your time. Facts, facts, get you and Lauren. All right, what do you think our most important similarity is? <clears throat> important similarity? Yeah. I think it's because we like to have a good time. Like, okay. no matter what, we're gonna we're gonna have a good time. We show up somewhere, we gonna shake the table. Table gonna be shook. Um, I think we all have the ability to like read a room and a situation and know how to move from there. Whether it's podcasts, going out, like personal situations, anything. I think we all have our own opinions, but like it works positively together. But like not over opinionated you know what i'm saying yeah. like we're very mm-hmm. strong-minded like all right i can make cognitive decisions and it just ends up like always working out yeah. and respectful with yeah. our decisions yeah our, it's not uh, like our differences too yeah like if you don't think like me i'm not gonna be like lauren you're just fucking stupid like yeah. no <laughs> you know what i'm saying like yeah um mine Did is no i mean up. i feel like y'all oh, oh covered the nail okay yeah all right go ahead <laughs> What do you admire most about me? I didn't pick this on purpose, I promise. No, you didn't. Admire the most. That ass. My butt. That ass. You're annoying me. 
I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, That's a compliment. I know I got a nice lash. <laughs> your outgoingness. That's all I have to say. Your outgoingness. I would say your loyalty. I think your your ability to take something small but make it big. Mm. I do get that a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this Bree. Was fun. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> Every single time. This was better. Should than we do the one. whole deck next time? No. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> maybe on our own time, but, but not yeah, maybe on our own time. Girls' night. You know, I got the karaoke machine now, so girls' night is oh, stupid. Mm. Mm. So the topic is surrounding breakups, and we kind of had like a debriefing in the beginning and I feel like we're all at different stages when it comes to like relationships like one of us is in a relationship one of us was dating and now isn't really dating but dating at the same time one of us is trying to like bask in our independence so where would you say I guess verbally for y'all selves y'all are at when it comes to like the dating world I'm not dating at all I'm not in it at all what did I show your mama empty cup yeah I'm yeah, that was so funny. I'm like, like your analogies. It was are just... it was serious. It was for <laughs> you real. have to dang. We don't have empty. You have to. Can you pass me that empty champagne glass? Or what do you call this? That champagne? That's Lauren definitely not to wine. Go, just Lauren to go above see. and beyond to give an analogy is hilarious. You see how empty this cup is? That's the dating pool right now. It's a little dusty, but that's like that's what it is. And, you know, these are my options. So, I'm not in it. I'm not in it or of it. Okay, but... We, we kind of should have talked about this. All right. During the briefing. Or wreck. But go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. Um, So, both of y'all said that you're not dating right now. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Why are you not dating? Besides the whole dating pool thing. And like, Breezy, what is your... Dating. Like, actively or like... Take me out on dates. You yeah. initiate the date. You mm -hmm. call me. You mm -hmm. text me. That's it. I call you. I text you. We see You're each other. You're literally courting me. Courtship. So y'all haven't been on a date recently? No. no. When's the last date you've been on? Let me let me go on my roller decks real quick and see. It's It's been about a month and a half. It's been about. That's not that long. I don't think. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I'm actively dating though. When's the last time you were actively dating a person? Oh, about a year ago. Actively date? No, over the summer. Over the summer. Over the summer. I was act like going on actual dates. Yeah, probably last summer. Yeah, over the summer. So you stopped dating last month, a month and a half ago. Why? Because mm, I know there's things that I have to work on within myself with my relationship with God. I know that sounds real cliche, but my relationship with God. <clears throat> it's always the best when I'm hurting or going through something. Mm -hmm. So I keep on having a fall to have a relationship with him. So that's kind of like a sign to me that I just need to focus on that and that only. And if I put that first, then I can choose dating. But this is, I feel like this right now is the first time that I've ever decided to verbally and literally not date. My thing is, my thing is the uh, wine glass example. Dating pool. I was There's say, nothing yeah. in there. So, yeah. Don't have anything to choose. Okay, from. so when, could, well, you're in a relationship. but mm -hmm. So I'm at a point where I'm 
focusing on what I need to focus on to better myself in all aspects of life. And at the same time, I don't want to block any of my blessings. So, but I feel like I'm at a point where I know what comes from God and what doesn't. So I'm able to like, like we were talking about reading the room and really knowing someone's true intentions. So that's not to say, I don't really want to get into it, but that's where I am. But I asked that because, so do y'all, I guess, compare talking and dating at all? I feel like talking is the phase before we get to dating. I got to vet you. Make sure you get enough to date. Make sure you get enough to like, see, be seen on public with your ass. And then if like you ain't making the talking phase, I'm just have to cut you right there. So when's the last time y'all were talking to somebody? You know, I just ended that like last week. Mm, I would have to say like the end of the summer. Why did you stop? Well... That specific situation. <laughs> Whoa, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> what you about to ask me? To cover up these mics? <laughs> Why your last situation, you know, didn't didn't work out? Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, it just it just didn't. It's just like there was too many I feel like the person was set in their certain ways. Mm -hmm. that weren't able to be changed like they weren't ready to change them yet and I'm not going to keep going through something or be in a situation where it's like I really want this to work but you ain't ready to make that move yet so I'm not gonna force you I ain't gonna ask you I ain't gonna beg you you just gonna do what you're gonna do and I'm not the type of person to sit around things that I don't like mm -hmm. so yeah if there's enough thing I, if there are enough things I don't like I will cut it off mm -hmm. but I'm very um you guys might not notice about me, but I'm very like maybe high maintenance or like difficult. Oh, we know that. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, like diff like maybe not the easiest person to um <laughs> to always please. And but, I mean that in so much love. Um, yeah, so it may not be obvious, guys, but that's sometimes. But I mean what's high maintenance to someone could be just right for someone else. Oh yeah, definitely. So that's nothing to be yeah. like and I'm not saying that you are ashamed because I know oh, you're not. Like you, absolutely. You um, have your standards and you set them that way. And if you don't line up, you don't agree, you can't perform up to that standard, then mm -hmm. just move on. What I tell you? There's going to be that one man that's going to be like, tuh. Exactly. Oh, what okay. I tell you? You're asking, for, you're not <laughs> oh, asking yeah. for the wrong. You're not asking for too much. You're asking the wrong person. That's always what it is. Yep. Wow. That's always what it Gem. is. You never asking Gem. the wrong person. I mean, just that. asking the wrong person. And I think, I think nowadays, like people's definition of like what the essentials are of dating and being in a relationship has shifted so much. Like the bare minimum to people nowadays is like going out their way. When like traditionally, you know, the man will always pick the woman up. The man will always hold the door for her every single time. Like mm -hmm. all those chivalry characteristics, we just don't. I personally do not see nowadays. Yeah. And, Absolutely. Not. I just want to say, I may ask for a lot, but I I give a lot too. Right. Like as as soon as I see That's you doing something, gifts, money, whatever you need. Like I'm definitely coming with that same energy. I'm not coming with oh yeah, just wait on me hand and foot, and I ain't gonna get no. Definitely giving that energy back. So want to put that out there. Yeah. Oh, she yeah. like me to pass. It. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew she was gonna say that. Was... One thing about Bree, she gonna chief and keep. You you oh, think you think she should know? You think she should know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about my last breakup 
not my last breakup, but the craziest breakup that I've ever been through. Did I ever tell y'all? You probably, you know. Did I ever tell y'all, like, my crazy breakup in college? You never told us anything. With, um, Ann Taylor. Huh? Ann Taylor. The end that breakup? Yes, I did yes. tell y'all. But that yeah. wasn't what happened though. So like I mean, that we, wasn't the breakup, but like I'm asking Ann Taylor for that guy. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. But what's the crazy part about it is after that, mm-hmm. he went and had a baby <gasps> with a girl named Brianna. <gasps> oh, I knew that. Hey, that's the tea. No, I yeah. No, he had a child with wow. a girl named Brianna. Even I knew that. I don't know when you said that, but you told me that before. I, I'm, I'm well, familiar with the story. I don't know. He, he just poof and was was going out to life, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I, I didn't really ask many questions. The having a baby is crazy. That's wild. Yeah. I'll be damn if But that's what, that's what he baby. wanted. Like, that's what Another he wanted. What? I know the little Kim. Little <laughs> Kim. Like, what? Uh uh. That's in a way. No, I have been in a situation where a guy had a baby, like, got a girl pregnant and we was while we were on a break and I didn't know and I found out about it when we got back together. But mm-hmm. at least she ain't have my name. Oh. What makes yeah, you just no. want to have a baby? Like, why did you, like, why are you, like, why do you just want to have this baby? Mm. People be, a, and I feel like it comes with, like, I feel like for me it was a culture thing because I feel like in my head this person was just ready to settle down have kids move across the country like start his life start a family Mm -hmm. have a big house but that just wasn't for me and i still feel like i was set up low-key but while he was trying to set me up that's a whole different wow i've had that experience too that's a whole different thing yeah Mm -hmm. yeah he was definitely trying for it set you up that's scary that's a scary Mm -hmm. sight crazy so Mm -hmm. very much so thanks uh crazy breakup you didn't tell like the story what's the story I said the story. I'm a, didn't I say the story on the podcast before? Mm-mm. I think you no, remember we. You just said a toxic situation, so. but you didn't say the breakup, like what happened at the breakup. And so, when you knew it was time to break up. Wow. When literally after the Aunt Taylor situation, did I mention the Aunt Taylor situation? You yeah, give us yes. a synopsis. Okay, real yeah. Quick. So the Aunt Taylor, if you watched or listened to the last podcast, I brought up a situation with my ex where he basically came to my job. Tipsy and toxic part one. Tipsy and Toxic Part Part 1. Yeah. Thank you for the reference. Yeah. (laughs) And he came to my job and he was like, he basically went through my laptop, saw I was talking to somebody else, saw that I was intimate with somebody else and was like, why are you doing this? Blah, blah, blah. Like, asked me a bunch of questions. I'm in the fitting room. I'm like, I'm working right now, so I can't really have this conversation. And eventually we both decided that like, that's when we both knew it was getting toxic because for you to like come to my job and not have the maturity to like wait until I was done whatever and then like sit me down have the conversation it's crazy but I just decided that like I'm not trying to deal with a man that has the audacity to come in my place of work for one and then two we were both already like super unhappy in the relationship and we've tried we tried so many times to make it work like during (laughs) this one season and it just was not working so we just call it quits we were still remaining like cordial like he came to my graduation everything like that like we were friends but I think after a while when I started like talking to other people we kind of just drifted apart I mean it's no bad blood now but when I found out like he he told me he's the one that told me that he was having a kid (gasps) 
Yeah. You know, I just I just thought I'd let you know, you know, I had to come to you as a man, you know. I had what I'm saying? Going <laughs> yeah. on. I'm so annoying. You know what's crazy? So we still had the same like mutual friends and he thought that I had already knew, but I was like, No, like mm. they wasn't clearly they loyal to you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Too. But mm. yeah. Interesting. And now we're here, years later. Years later. Thriving. Definitely thriving though. At least you knew when to leave it alone though. Mm-hmm. At least yeah. you knew. Because I could have been you. So <laughs> I think awkward breakup for me. And I'm only saying that it's awkward because of how old I was. How old were you? I was 17. Oh. Everything's awkward at 17. Go ahead. Yeah. So I was dating a guy that was older than me. He was like 19 or 20 or something like that. And we work together. Mm-hmm. I highly suggest that you don't date people that you work with for a number of reasons. And if you if you're having trouble in paradise, like you said, like he came up to your job. I got to go to work and I have to see you and I have to be around you for X amount of hours. And you can make shit awkward when I'm when I'm trying to work or because like I had the type of job where I had to like go to him a lot for things. So if we was having issues within our relationship. He would like bring that to work and even at 17 I was like that's immature of you especially for somebody that's older than me and why can't you separate home from work he was over to PA like Camille then did all this shit to me y'all come see me in the break room there was one time there was one time where he did something and he played like this song that we both like. Y'all know, y'all know "Shame" by Tyrese. Damn. So like, he was trying to get you. So like, that was like my song for real. Like, I really like that song. Tyrese, he sang the fuck out of that song. Tyrese always singing. And he liked the song too, but he messed up and he was playing that song like at work to try to get my attention. Yeah, he would do stuff like that. This relationship, he was very like bipolar, very bipolar, like undiagnosed bipolar. Uh-huh. Undiagnosed bipolar. Um, so when we did like finally break up, we still had to remain cordial because we did work together. But he went through these phases where like he would talk to me one day, we would be best friends. The next day he would ignore me. Or another day he would try to ask for me back. And then he would ignore me again. Then we'd be friends. Like it was very weird. And I had a weak moment. We, all- we were broken up for maybe yeah. like six or seven months. And, you know, not doing anything with each other, blah, blah. I had a weak moment and I had sex with this man. This is right before college. And he tried to trap me. <gasps> mm-hmm. You poor thing. Mm-hmm. I'm he happy you got out alive. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> got out alive, Lord Jesus. <laughs> yes, but like, that's awkward and that's weird. Yeah. Like, we're not together. You know I'm about to move on with my life and yeah. I'm about to go to school and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And because you didn't do that. Part of me. Mm. You wanted you right there. Ooh. I'm about to speak to myself. (laughs) Because you didn't go to school the times that you did try to go to school and you didn't finish. You want to try to block me from my blessings because you don't Uh want me. You don't want me to move on. He literally told me to my face, like, I didn't want you to leave me. That's crazy. (laughs) The worst worst is uh, being distracted at work. Like, being, like, somewhere else mentally, like, fighting with your boyfriend at work yeah. like while you trying to work that is the worst Works thing ever it's like your mind is just like 
Right, like you can't even do anything yeah, but sit there, it. and I'd be like nauseous. Nauseous. You be having to sit there and be like, let me just thug this out in my mind real quick, <laughs> then I'll tap back in with reality. Yeah. It's like you're nauseous, but your blood is boiling, so you hot. You just and hot. your head hurts, and you're like, you got your composure so because your supervisor talking to you about something important, and you like, I can't even understand the words. It's coming supervisor, out magic yeah. word. His mother was actually one of our managers. We have multiple. We have multiple managers at this job, and his mother was one of them. You now, granted, she was never she was never involved when it came down to oh, our good, stuff, good, and like good, good. to this day, like she still loves me. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's also very weird when I'm when I'm beefing with your son. Yeah. <laughs> when, have y'all ever had parents involved in like your relationship drama? Yes. Now that no no I have that is that is something. Yes, that is, is something. I'm, or like I'm, when the family really fuck with you, and you got to break up with the family too. I could not. That is something too. In this conversation, I couldn't imagine breaking up with my family. My family's been involved, but my family has never been like I've never been in like crazy drama. But like, so like my last relationship that I've been in, that I like we broke up, whatever. My family will still talk to him. They'll still reach out. We're so cordial because that's just how we were like raised. Mm -hmm. Like it's not like you went your way, I went my way, but we're still, you know. I have an ex's mother that still calls me, but tell me about the mama being my involved. Family, listen, <laughs> my family, well, they don't play that. If I break up with you, they break up with you too. We don't play that. That's just how we are. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't want my family to be still having communication with the person that I broke up with, especially if it ended nasty, because for what? It's my family. You break up with me, you break up with them too. That's just mm-hmm. how we are. No, talk about the parent being involved in some messiness. I just asked that. <laughs> or you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. We can move on. I feel like it's that's what I mean. Like, but you didn't answer my question. If <laughs> <laughs> she tried to dodge it, like, that's fine, too. We can talk about something else. Go ahead. Everything is, like, situational, though. Because I feel like, at least from what you told me, like, that'd be some crazy off-the-wall stuff. Like, yeah. I would definitely. But it's, I don't know. It's situational. But even within, like, my relationship relationship as an adult, like, my first relationship as an adult, it ended badly because of my toxicity, but my parents still don't reach out to them. It's just, like, it is what it is. Like, I learned my lesson, and I learned, and I grew grew from that situation, but they still don't communicate with them. I mean, if you're done, you're done. And that's, I'm glad my family is like that, too, because I wouldn't, like, if I have three little sisters, if one of them got broken up with i'm still not communicating with their ex for what there's no reason to mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what was she doing it was like she was about to open it but then realized she was about to be loud so she waited till she finished her oh. sentence <laughs> <laughs> but wasn't that a smart idea stanley thank you so we need him here more often Man. to advocate for people like so yeah okay. so how many times did it take for y'all, well, if you have been in the situation, because I feel like in my past experiences, like I'm a very da- not mm, down to earth, like gave you so many chances, but so many times. And it took me a while to get to the point where like you do me wrong on the first, second impression, whatever, and you're cut. So how many times did it take for y'all to like, and truly, how many times did it take for y'all to say, I'm not dealing with this no more. Like, not just with one person, just in general. Because it took me years to finally get to that point of, like, self-awareness to say, like, this is not, like, I can't be moving like this. 
You get one chance if you're cool, but if I really like you, you get two chances. And after you fuck up after that second chance, I'm done. Has it always been like that, though? Always. Like, very much like that. But then, like, that's how, like, my life experience has been, like, mm-hmm. all my life, so. I think it's been I'm the opposite. God, God forgives. Go ahead. I think it's been the opposite for me. I used to be like, you get one chance and that's it. But then I was like... I need to learn how to give grace because if I mess up, then I will want somebody to give me grace in a situation. But now I feel like I give too much grace. So I have to find the balance in between because I was cutting people off left and right. And then I got to, oh, I give you a thousand chances. I got to find like the medium for it. But um, like just this last situation, I gave so many chances. I gave that man a year of chances. So it was just like, now I'm like, I just... Now, I feel like right now, if I were to be in the position of giving someone chances, I'm giving you two chances and then I'm done. I guess it's very situational because, like, yeah. some things are like, okay, for example, if you tell me you're, if I got a flat tire and I call you and you're like, I'm gonna be there in an hour and it takes you longer than that and you do that more than twice or like it's an emergency, then I'm gonna have to cut you off. But if it's like, oh, I'm 20 minutes behind. But, like, it happens every blue moon. It happens more than twice. Then, like, that's something I can forgive and give grace on. It depends on what it is. Like, and I gauge that on how you care about me. Like, the more seriousness of the situation, if I have to give you more than one or two chances, you don't care about me. But, like, the lightweight stuff to eat, the stuff that's, like, eh, not that serious, I can give grace on that. But if you're there for the serious stuff, then I'm, like, okay, I'm going to give you mm-hmm. definitely more than one chance. So, what, for you, what do you think clicked mentally that you were, like, now it's like then for my last situation because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was just tired of being hurt over and over and over it's the same thing over and over and over and I just I don't know I just got fed up I really just got fed up um I tried to do it the last time then he talked his way back in and that lasted for like a month and a half <laughs> and then he talked his way back in after he was blocked on everything, literally, he had to call me from his best friend's phone. And he talked to him again. But I feel like right now, it's just like, now that I've looked at how long I've given, given him a chance, it's literally been like a year. It, it will be a year in February. Um, I don't know. I was just like, yeah, it's, it's over with. And then the fact that my family was in it too and was telling me. Mm. And then it was some of my friends telling me the same thing. It's just like I can't be I can't be disobedient anymore, so mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I think the family thing definitely rings true. My last relationship before this one, I had a little bit of a phase where I was depressed. Um, I had a lot of things that was going on with like me. And some things that contributed to the depression was because of my relationship. But when my mama told me, like, you're not the same child that I mm. sent to Kent State University Ooh. and this is not you know I don't really think that this person is for you and I really did try to stick through it in terms of like giving chances like he wasn't a like terrible mm-hmm. person there was some faults on both of us right but when my mom told me that you know I had a depressive spirit on me mm. I had a pastor and his wife tell me that I had that spirit on me and I didn't really know them like that for real I had one of my closest friends tell me and someone else told me something like something's like off about you. Mm -hmm. 
And all of these people that told me the same thing, we I had different levels of relationship with them. But that's how I know, like, okay, if I'm hearing the same thing over and over again from different people, then maybe this is the time. Yeah. And I just had to, you know, like, find find the right way and the right time to get my way out. And he said that one, that one line and punch my dashboard one good time. And I'm like, yes, sir, you got to go. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stuff like that really changes you. Like, the whole analogy, have y'all seen the video of, like, someone pouring into someone else so many times and then you're like taken away from yourself every time mm-hmm. you pour into somebody else mm-hmm. like that's so true yeah. yeah crazy it's so draining it's so draining to give it, people it literally like multiple it's chances stages of it. it's like night and day yeah like, it's literally and it's it's crazy how you will let certain things slide for some people that you won't let slide for others like you have your non-negotiables, but yeah. then you realize that you're non-negotiable. You're letting slide five times with this person. I literally was just going through that. Like the person. <laughs> okay. So I was talking to two different people most recently. The person that I had history with, like since I've known him forever, I let him slide so many times. But the minute that that other person that I just met did it, I cut him off. Like that's crazy. Yeah. I guess it depends how, on how much you got on the table too. That how much like, how do you make that decision of like. What you let slide with one person versus the other? Is it like the history factor? I honestly think it. it I can't pinpoint it, but the only thing that I can say it is the history. Like I think it's the history. It's like why would like a per a stranger would do that to me, or a person that really don't know me would do that to me? But why would somebody that I've known for so long and that really knows me better than the other person do that to me? So I get I let, tend to let it slide because I feel like. Nah, it's just, we got too much history. Like, we were friends, we were friends first. So, it's just like, I just let it slide. I would say history, how much you have invested in the situation, how much they have invested in you, um, what they bring to the table, what you know already brought to the table, um, the type of, the dynamic of the relationship. It's a lot of factors that go into it. Because when you show me X amount of loyalty for X amount of time, and you've done X amount of things for me, I'm not going to come at you like the dude I just met last week. You know what I'm saying? So it just depends on how much you done poured into this to let me know how much you can take back out. Do you think influence from others kind of helps that decision too? I've been in situations before where it's like, oh, well, this person is messing up. And I know this is a non-negotiable for me, but I just like told this person that I'm I'm dating this guy or you know I was just out with him in this place and these mm-hmm. people saw me so it's like um you let appearances I guess from you know others kind of dictate how long you put up with stuff too it depends on who it is I'm not going to take no advice or no slack or no criticism for somebody who I wouldn't take advice from generally or trade places with generally if it's my mom and she tell me something I know she's even real with me and I would always trade places with my mom or have the things that my mom has and I'm like okay well that's the person I look up to I admire and she kind of like who I want to be when I grow up so mm-hmm. I take it from her but just like some chick I've been friends with for like two days no <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> go ahead B um I feel like I don't know cause I used to go to my friends a lot for like relationship advice advice in general with like talking stages etc cetera, etc cetera. 
and I feel like they're they're not in the situation themselves like they're not in my shoes so I try to take as much as possible from them because they you can see like my actions my patterns like y'all know me if I change mentally like you were saying how like your pastor everyone saw how you were changing mm -hmm. in that situation it's like yes but if it's a situation where because like everyone messes up like at the end of the day like we both play a part in what goes wrong and you may not always tell your friend the full story so I try not to like take back and oh like at that nigga blah 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 because everyone plays a part and I just learned this recently like I was in a situation where me and this person stopped talking because of something that they did that was detrimental but at the same time I had to take time to like reflect and ask like what did I do in the situation to put me in this situation right now to begin with and that kind of gave me like I don't know a different perspective like thinking of it in their shoes so I try not to let my friends opinions get past too much of like what what is really like true but at the same time, like you said, if it's some, if it is something that's like, okay, well, you're changing, like, bitch, you gotta leave, you gotta go. If it's something like that, then yes, one hundred percent. And again, like you were saying, if it's someone I met two days ago, then hell no, like, who are you? You don't know me like that. Mm -hmm. But if it's someone that like I trust with my whole life, like, of course, if you come to me and you're like, this person really is not for you, then who am I to say? Hell no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I also believe in not giving your opinion unless you ask for it, like. If my friends, any of y'all, whatever, tell me about a situation, if you don't ask, Lauren, what do you think about this? I will 99.9% of the time not say shit. I just listen. So I also believe in not just like saying whatever I think about a situation either unless it is like explicitly like, asked or clear like, Lauren, I really want your feedback. Because mm -hmm. some people are not looking for feedback. They're looking for somebody to just, just like talk. sit there and then just mm -hmm. listen and be like, girl, you know gonna make it through and, like, and, it's, that person. and it's people that's waiting for you to be in like a vulnerable like situation. a vulnerable situation anyway mm -hmm. misery loves company like Mis waiting for <sighs> that you we need to take a shot <laughs> you love damn company come on oh, oh, we need to take <laughs> oh, i'm just speaking in tongues oh, girl. 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 Today. oh okay. my gosh I'm <laughs> Man, I was waiting on you to tell me because no, they should be waiting. We should just be miserable together. Mm-hmm. And it's funny how like when you tell friends about friends. the ups and downs of a relationship, and they're more rah rah on the oh this person did this bad, mm -hmm. but when I tell you something good that happened, mm. I'm so happy for you, girl. Wow, that's, that's not great. That's sincere. You can just tell by the look. Like, where's, where's the energy? Where's the I know You showed it to me before. Are you really happy for me? Are you really happy? <laughs> are you happy for me? Kendrick, what? <laughs> are you happy for me? I've never really experienced that, though. Like, a friend not really being happy for you? No. You got some good friends. You got some good friends. You know, you've been blessed. As an adult. You've been blessed. blessed. As an adult. Well, you try to creep on a lot. Yeah, I would, I, I would say as an adult. In high school, yes. But I've never really experienced that. That's an adult. I don't think. Mm. And if I did, they're gone. Mm. Perfect. Exactly. So, speaking of, I mean, we kind of touched on, like, romantic relationships. But what about, like, friend breakups? Because there's different types of breakups. Yeah. And I feel like I've been through a couple friend breakups in my life. And, you know, I just thank God for y'all where I'm at today and the grace that I <laughs> 
you know, giving myself and the experiences because, child, I used to be one vulnerable son of a... And I feel like it's because I grew up an only child. So I, like, let people... I used to let people, like, run me dry. Like, friends run me dry. Like, take, 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 take. Like, pour into, pour into, pour into. And got nothing back. It ended up being shitted on, being... Like a whole slap in the face. I think friend breakups hurt me more than romantic breakups. And I think that because I hold my friends to a very high standard. I think I mentioned this before. Like I look at my friends as family. Like certain certain friends. I look Mm -hmm. at them as family. So if you do something to kind of like break that bond. Mm -hmm. Now I feel like. I got to go to a funeral for a family member. (laughs) And that's crazy to me. Like, like romantic relationship is like, okay, I can get over this person. I could find somebody new. I could find somebody else to love me in a way that, you know, I want to be loved romantically, blah, blah, blah. But friendships, like, I I think you give people more of you, like knowing more about you Mm -hmm. and you really let your guard down with your friends more than romantic relationships, I think sometimes that might not be quicker, quicker. and that might not be for everybody. But uh, because it depends on the strength of your romantic relationship, how much you let that person in. But a friend, they see you through good, bad, ugly. Got my bonnet on, it's cocked to the side, (laughs) eyelash hanging down. You know what I'm saying? Like friendship breakups for me hurt me more. Yeah, I think it depends on the friendship. I, it depends. Like, if it was somebody that was close to me and I hung out with them all the time and they knew everything about me, then yeah, sure. But if it's, like, a friend that I only hung out with just to go out, I, it's just, like, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. don't really care. And I'm not talking about friends because sometimes you outgrow spaces. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got friends that move on to different cities. They mm-hmm. start, you know, doing something with a career and their career takes over them. So that that's not what I consider a friendship breakup because, like, you moved on. But if you need something, you know that you can hit 614, 625, blank, 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 blank. But I'm saying, like, a real true friendship. Yeah. That's how we break up. Mm. I mean, I only really consider breaking up with a friend to be a situation where, like, you was my ride or die for real, and now yeah. it feels like a legit breakup. Like, I've had moments of like drifting away from people because of X, Y, and Z, but like a real true friend like that. I agree. That definitely does hurt. And, like, the reasoning behind it, too. Like, if it's something that's, like, dang, like, you're really showing your ass and this was you the whole time, I feel like that mm-hmm. is probably the worst part because, like, this whole time I'm thinking you're X, Y, and Z and you're really, like, sent from the devil himself. Not sent from the Like, <laughs> real facts. <laughs> it ain't nothing worse than being on, like, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. And you see, like, a video or a post and it's like, Dang, I wish I could send this to Susie. But you know, Susie. <laughs> Not Susie. But Susie tripping. And I can't even do it. <laughs> Have y'all ever been in a situation where you were friends with two girls that didn't like with, like each other, but yes. they stopped being friends with you, and now they're besties? Oh. I've been through that. Oh, for sure. Girl, you mm. used to talk shit about each other. Now y'all keep hearing yes. stuff. Oh, there there was a girl. Bit. It was almost like a Destiny's Child situation yeah. in high school. So and good. I feel like, you know, this this Michelle in the group was just really jealous of the Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And she Damn, would do man. stuff to like turn Kelly against Beyonce. <laughs> and then oh my God, they just you know, move on and become friends. Watch and then I go solo. Yeah. And yeah, have one of the biggest careers in the world. <laughs> but hey, yeah, that's that's delusional. Yeah. That's so delusional. Yeah. Like y'all are friends because y'all both hate me. That well, y'all have fun with that. Misery yeah, loves company. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've been through that. And then they stopped being friends. One of them came back to me talking about you were a great friend. Yeah. Obviously. Kiki. Done. A whole Kiki. Yeah. Because I was done by then. And I was we grew up, we all grew up together, and then most recently, she reached out to me, like, last year, and I was like, Mm-mm. but the Christian woman that I am, mm. I was just like, you know what, it's okay, I forgive you, but we're not friends. Yeah, we definitely not cool. You blew that years ago. <laughs> How do you know when somebody is your friend? Y'all been hanging out, y'all been getting to know each other, and you're like, you know what, this is really my nigga. Hmm. And you was about to say, I was, I was, okay, go ahead. I was going to say, so me and Lauren started out as being, like, we connected through going out, basically. Like, one of our mutual friends brought her out, came to my house, pregame, went out, and that's how it started. And then I think I had asked, how did I, I don't even remember how I got your information, Mm -hmm. but it was another event that happened, and I was like, she's like a party, blah, 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 good vibes, and came back again. So we was just at a time, and I feel like especially like early summer because we met in March which I didn't mm-hmm. realize but it was definitely the dynamic of like going out friends and it's the difference between going out friends and being like true friends mm-hmm. but I feel like Lauren and I have connected on like a deeper level and like we've had conversations like I know a little bit of her upbringing who she is as a woman she knows who I am as a woman and we just kind of connected and have been yeah ever since ever and since. she get on my damn nerves but it's all love like we're we're like that's crazy i don't get on none of y'all nerves do i yeah you do <laughs> wow i did see how that was no i was it's not a really get on my nerves because i'll be saying that when when you make me laugh i'll be like bro you get on my nerves no, yeah but it's not like a it's bad. not it's I mean, not a bad get on my nerves because it be you like she's sensitive don't say that breaking news <laughs> I, I get on their nerves I take yeah it back. I shake it back it's a good you get on my nerves you it no for me you'll know when I don't like you no yeah for sure you really don't know when I ain't your damn friend <laughs> okay <laughs> okay <laughs> I yeah. love you I love you guys too I love you too okay. <laughs> um, yeah I yeah energy's a big thing energy is definitely the energy I think it's intent too. Yes. yes. It's very much intent. Mm-hmm. No, wait. I'm asking y'all. What do you know? Like, somebody you've been seeing, and you're like, you know what? This is my friend. Like, that's off their energy, or like... That's what I was saying. So, it's a lot of things that, like, from advice, conversations, like I was talking about before, and I remember we was at happy hour at Cheesecake Factory. Bro, they got a good happy hour. We was at Cheesecake Four Factory. seven. And, you know, Lauren will always be... Lauren will always be the one to be like, happy hour, happy hour, let's go out to eat, blah, blah, blah. And I just remember having a conversation and something like clicked, like her energy was like, damn, like I really fuck with her for real. And I literally told her, I said, I'm glad that, what did I say? I'm glad that I can, I feel safe with like Mm -hmm. having a natural conversation with you. Like I don't have to feel guarded when I'm talking about anything because I can ramble for days and like something may slip out, but I don't feel like I need to 
watch what I say or like what I do around any of y'all really Mm -hmm. but that's the moment that it like clicked for me that I was like my dog for real (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's definitely about intent though because like we we mentioned this the other I I don't it might have been tipsy and toxic part one or the one before that um like it's a blessing having all of us in someone's life Mm -hmm. and I think when you know you like pour into somebody and not to say that it's like a tip for tap, but it just comes naturally. Like you pour into me, I pour into you and we're stronger together. I feel like just that mentality is when you know, like, okay, like that's my dog. That's my friend. That's someone I could trust. Like these are the only three people that I could really be like 2am. I have a flat tire. Can you come help me? And it's like, yep. Like we have each other location. When someone goes to the bathroom, you need me to come with you no you good cool it's like those little things that people like take for granted for real mm-hmm. yeah. yeah for me i had a lot of male friends in my life didn't really have a lot of female friends unless we went to church or school together and even school was kind of iffy because you know school school my school's a joke yeah <laughs> yeah it really is but um I think right now as an adult, me finding more female friends, I've been a lot more intentional about that really since the beginning of 2022. So like Breezy, for you, like you're a very introverted person like and everything, but I also felt safe with you being like in our space and everything like that. Um, I don't know. It's just something about when you can meet somebody and you start telling your whole life story, like y'all been mm-hmm. friends forever mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. y'all can laugh together. Y'all can cry together and stuff like that. Like that, <laughs> I don't know if it was the liquor or <laughs> but I'm saying, like, I really did feel that. And it's re- very rare. So I notice things like that and I take all that into account. So when I see something in you, that's like really like a light and it's really a gem and it's authentic it's real you don't have to force anything that's how I can really tell like okay you're really my friend because none of this happened by me going out of my way to be like hey will you please be my friend no (laughs) it never had to be that we are called Brisiana introverted I'm just it's not giving it never gave introverted for me I think you would have had to met her at a different time it never gave introverted Okay, I just want to rock. <laughs> but yeah, right, yeah, but yeah. you, I feel like when y'all met, and I don't remember the exact situation, but you you can pull that out of people too. Yeah. So like you pulled that out of her. But like we, I don't remember what when we met. Or, I don't well, we when we I met in class. class. Oh, in Fye, remember? No. <laughs> yes, we did. Through Alexa. No, I can't think about it. Through Alexa. Yeah, but, um, I don't. I can't pinpoint the exact. Like conversation time, like I don't can't remember. It wasn't. Didn't you have FYE? I did. It was in that class. Hmm. I think I blocked that whole error out of your mind. That was not. It was a fun time, but it was not a good. That was the first time I feel like I was ever like I knew what depression felt like. So Mm -hmm. I was. That's why I probably blocked it out. So I really don't remember. If you yeah, that's that's how we met. Um, hi, I'm Brianna. Yeah, I'm nice to meet you. Love that. Um, no, but yeah, like she, and I've seen that with like different, you're probably one of the only people that's like had that experience, but she's very like, she, what's the word? Reciprocates energy. So like if you're 
you know, chilling, whatever, she gonna be chill. If you like rah rah ah ah, whatever, she gonna be rah rah ah ah. And it's it, gonna be it never yeah. gave introverts. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Her foot has been on me this whole time. You want this song? <laughs> okay, so I'm sitting here trying to think and pinpoint when I feel, really feel like y'all are my friend. With you, or just in general? In general, in general. Yeah, yeah, but I'm going to tell y'all okay. each individual. She's about to read us. You it sucks. was when we had that little, our break, mm-hmm. our little break, and we had our conversation, and you were able to receive what I had to say and vice versa and we actually had like an adult conversation I really besides my best friend I've never had that experience with a female within a female friendship they usually people get defensive if if I express that they hurt my feelings or if it was a situation whatever it is so that's when I knew with you it was recently actually I mean I already I always knew but like I was like oh yeah that's really my friend when I was going through something I all I texted y'all all and you you were the first one and you was like what's wrong like what's going on and then you it was when when I recently called you mm-hmm. too and I was crying I hate crying in front of people I hate it but Same I was girl. crying Same. on the phone with her so yeah Hmm. That would be yeah. I'm the type of person. I'd be like, I can I can start crying if you want me to. We can do this together. <laughs> we can hold each other and cry. I'll cry on cue. We can do this. <laughs> yeah. So I just think I mean everything. I'm a true like walking testimony that everything literally happens for a reason. Like us being right here right now is for a reason. Stanley being behind the camera, focused imagination on Instagram. Um, it's here for a reason and I just thank God that like I learned from all my past experiences because I cannot imagine being in the same place mentally that I was in 2019 I'm gonna just leave that there I think all that stuff that I went through with past friends exes and everything prepared me for the beautiful friendships Mm -hmm. that I have now that I've longed for that I've always wanted and it really built me up to like be a good friend and also like know how to receive good friendships mm-hmm. and maintain balanced relationships when it comes to friendships, non-platonic romantic relationships, all that. Yep. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. Which which camera? Does it matter? Does it matter? Thank you guys for tuning in. My name. My name is Brianna. I'm Camille. I'm Lil Vance. I'm Bracy. And this is Black, Black Woman Like Us. Oh. Woo! Her. Woo!